0: Talk Shoes. Recorded live. All right. Welcome into NFR Live. I have on the line uh, Captain Chris Robert from One Last Cast Charter. Uh, Captain Chris, what an incredible month we've seen here. Uh, I know you guys typically try to rest a little bit in January. It doesn't look like you're getting any rest, huh?
1: You're absolutely correct. You know, we've had an absolutely outstanding. Spending, uh winter. And, yeah, we talked about this a couple of months ago at one of the meetings at, uh, at over at the uh, wine market in Swaddell, and we were talking about, you know, we were we were kind of set to have the same, similar, same uh, winter that we had last year. And last year was a mild winter. This one seems to be even milder. You know, we got up to 80 degrees at some point today. Uh, the water temperature is starting to rise. You know, the fish is still hanging around. Uh, so it's like an unbelievable. It's almost like a springtime, um, you know, weather. You know, as long as this weather keeps up like this all the way into February, you know, you know, the middle of January to the middle of February is normally our coldest months of the year down in Louisiana. Uh, you know, and then March it starts to roll around and that springtime bite begins. You know, if we can keep this weather pattern up, you know, um, you know, we're probably gonna have an early spring and we'll probably see, uh, you know, record numbers of fish starting to show up early. They're, they're they're there now. You know we're
0: catching some beautiful right.
1: speckled trout still in Lake train on the bridges, and in Bayou B avenue, and even in the Biloxi Marsh. Um, you know it's it, you know anywhere you go, you just got to find them. Once you find them, they're just in there by a the truckload. You know, but this is an unbelievable year that we're you know we're already starting off to have. Yeah, yeah. Now
0: talk about what what's changed this month, of what you typically look for. Um, where, you know, what areas do you have to, are you forced to fish as opposed to this month and what are you doing differently?
1: Well, you're not necessarily doing anything different. You're treating this month with the weather we're having as if it was a springtime bite. Uh, you know, the fish are still concentrating, um, in, in and around the bridges, uh, right now. Also, we're catching, you know, a bunch of fish, uh, in the intercoastal. Um, and in the industrial canal area. Um, also, we're catching a, a bunch of fish. You know, me and uh, Captain Bubby went out um, the other day, and then uh, Captain LJ uh, had a big charter, and, you know, we, we you know we, we threw down on the, uh, the speckled trout and redfish combination in there inside the marsh. Um, so you're not necessarily doing anything different. We're still using plastic right now. A lot of shrimp is still readily available, believe it or not. um I mean, they haven't went anywhere. It's not cold enough for them to leave out. Um, so you, But you don't necessarily, you know, watch it will make it faster. But, you know, plastic right now, this time of year, is the way to go, uh, you know, for us. Because we're treating it like a springtime bite. You know, you can get in on those bridges and uh, just, just slowly work that bait off the bottom. You're going to feel them fish pick it up. Um, and then sometimes that bite has been real aggressive to the point where you just cast it out there, pick up on it, and you right mm-hmm. already, you know, the fish you know, they're just hungry. The bait is still hanging around. There's a bunch of shad still in the lake from when they opened up the spillway last year around this time. Um, so I think we benefited from that actually a lot. And then with the, uh, you know, with with the temperature, you know, you looked at the, the seven-day forecast, you know, we're not you know, right. going to get right. any cold weather anytime soon. So, you know, the, the water continu- continuously rise. The fish will get on the move um, throughout the lake, and they're probably going to set up as if it's going to be a springtime bite, like, you know, we would fish the bridges, you know, in, in March and April.
0: Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like there's any significant cold. You know, that cold blast we had, uh, what, a week or two ago? You know, I thought yeah. that was going to be the end of the trestles. Um, but it just doesn't seem like this cold weather can, ha- can hang on like it normally does. You know, it seems like that suddenly blows right back up one or two days later, and it's, you know, 75 degrees, so that water can't, I mean, it might drop down overnight, you know, if it's if it's in the 30s for two nights, but it's, it's right back up there, and the sun burns off that fog, and, you know, it gets up into the 70s, so. Exactly. What, what, what's your thoughts on this spring? I mean, you said it's going to be an incredible spring, but can can we just roll straight from a great winter a mild winter and and just keep going through the spring um i don't see any reason why we can't but i'm, I'm just i'm i'm i know you guys talk you know with with other captains and, and and especially uh with with mike gallo he's very cerebral he's always thinking you know about you know what's next what the fish gonna do What what, what what's some topics that y'all y'all bring up as far as what we're seeing here because this is definitely uh the best January I've seen since starting Report dot com is it, when is the last time you've seen this this type of bite in January? Let's just let's just phrase it like that.
1: Probably about fifteen years ago. <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> That's probably ten or fifteen years ago is the last time I've seen something you know like this. You know. And I say we're gonna have a phenomenal spring, and what I mean by that is we're gonna have a phenomenal big fish spring. And the only reason I say that is because those big fish. When I say those big fish, those two to four to six pound class of fish that we've been catching in the lake on the bridges, those fish are still hanging around. And the last time you saw that was when you know all those big fish were coming out of the lake when Dudley, uh, Captain Dudley, uh, you know, hit the record books with his ten and a half or a ten pounder. Krieger, Captain Kenny Krieger caught that 11 pounder in the lake, um, and it was in the you know around this time, that winter time, going into spring. That's the last time you've seen that. So now you start to kind of see that again, you know. And you know, we talked, I talked about this several people, you know. We always discuss this. Those fish come in cycles, right? You got to figure in the last couple of years because we, you know, even last year we were doing the same thing, but it wasn't as many fish. I think what we got helped out with was. With the spillway being open and ooh, <laughs> was big shad, those gizzard shad and stuff in here, and it was just a tremendous amount of bait. Then we, you know, we got a couple of tropical depressions uh, this summer, uh, not necessarily hurricanes, but we got some tropical depressions. Got a lot of big east winds being blown in here, and, and that kind of helped out. It just kind of kept those fish in here. So you're probably going to see one of those years where in the spring, if not this winter. Um somebody's probably gonna catch a big one. And I say a big one, seven plus because, you know, Chaz caught several, you know, six pounders. Um, uh, I myself I've caught a lot of four or five pounders, um, and a lot of other guys that I know that's been fishing, they can concentrate and they know how to fish those bridges, have caught several fish in that four to five class range. Now, somewhere in that class there's probably a big one hanging out somewhere. And we're gonna we're probably gonna see that spring team where the fish are going to show up somewhere, you know, you just got to find where where those big fish will be. You know, like they were on the point on Treasure Isle a couple of years ago when several seven- and eight-pound fish came off of that point. Um, You know, you're going to find that somewhere. You're just going to have to end up, you know, have to bounce around until you find it. But the big fish class is going to probably hang out, you know, throughout uh, throughout the winter into the early spring until it's time to go spawn again and then they'll move back out in the lake barn and go you know
0: spawn and, and do their thing, yeah, definitely what um all right what are you seeing out there as far as bait um any any significant change in the bait to what you normally see has got to be huh well, the white
1: shrimp are still hanging out, you know you you know, <laughs> you know, you know we, we're getting uh they're still catching white shrimp, I mean you could see them uh spitting up shrimp when you catch them in the lake they'll they're still spitting up shrimp
0: and, and pogies, sure.
1: you know, and the fish that we're catching in, in the marsh and in the industrial canal and, you know, the intercoastal, all those fish are still spitting up shrimp. And, in, you know, we were in, uh, in and around uh, the Shalmet Wall um, the other day, and you actually saw the white shrimp just skipping across the water. A few birds were diving. So the sort of yeah. shrimp yeah. was still yeah. hanging out. I mean, they don't, they don't necessarily have a reason to go. And, you know, the white shrimp, they can tolerate, tolerate fresh water you know, more than the brown shrimp. Now, it's going to be interesting to see with the warmer temperatures that we have, how the brown shrimp is going to react to the, you know, the warmer the water is, the, you know, the more the, the brown shrimp will, um, you know, kind of start coming out and start to grow a little bit faster, and they'll start to move, you know, into the lake from Lake Bourne. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how fast we can get those brown shrimp to get the turnaround for them to start heading into the lake. You know, if we can get that going, where we get those big brown shrimps starting to move in there, then we'll, we'll, you know, you're going to see something probably phenomenal. Mm, mm,
0: mm. So uh, your thoughts on spring. Um, I'm guessing we're going to need to get our spring fishing in because um, that, I mean, with the water temperatures starting high like this, I don't think it's going to take too long for those temperatures that, you know, to reach summertime temperatures. So, um, yeah. What's
1: your yeah, thoughts on that? Well, as long as it stays like this, we're going to start seeing the the, the like you said, we're going to start seeing that springtime going to come early. It came early last year. Those fish showed up in March um, last year. You know, because we did have a mild winter um, last year, and even with the spillway opening early, you know, as soon as that got out of here, those fish started showing up in March. Um, Now, with that being said, you know, everything will be, you know, a couple of, like a month or so ahead of time. So, you know, March, April, probably middle, mid, maybe a couple of weeks or so into May, kind of like it did last year, where those fish were just clinging to the bridge. we were just mugging, you know, 75, 75 75, 75, 75, 75, 75, 75, trout. You were back at the marina, uh, 75, 80 trout. And then what happened was, about the third week in May, the fish got small, right? And that's probably due to a lot of the pressure that was being put on them. Fish moved out, mm-hmm. right? And then I started catching them in Lake Bourne, uh, you know, that about that third week in May, right, where normally we would still be in the lake fishing the bridges. It was kind of hitting summertime. this. Yeah, summertime, it, 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 yeah, summertime time. almost like it was a summertime bite. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I made a trip out to Lake Born one day just to go check it, you know, and showing up those fish were on those reefs and on those rigs when normally those fish won't move in there till June. So it was a couple of weeks, you know, ahead, you know, and that was due to the weather warming up so fast. So I would tell people, anybody who's trying to, you know, you know, get their, you know, get their fishing and make sure you concentrate you know, your efforts in that middle of April, you know, either a couple of weeks or a couple of days before the full moon and definitely, you know, in the week after the full moon passes um, because depending on where the full moon drops in May, if it comes early, those fish are probably only going to be there, you know, uh, the the if it comes early, the first week of May or the second week of May, probably right after that, you'll see them leave out. Um, if it comes, if it's going to be a late moon, um, you'll probably see them, see them hanging there until the till that late moon passed. That's kind of like what happened last year. I think we had a late full moon, like the last week in May or something was the full moon, and they kind of bit real real well up until the moon. Then when the moon passed, they got super small They moved out, started heading to late born, getting ready to make that spawn. So, yeah, I would tell people, you know, concentrate on the moon phase, and then also pay very close attention to the water temperature because once that water temperature gets to that steady 62 to about 70-degree mark, those fish are going to just start clinging to those bridges.
0: Yeah, yeah, good one. Uh, hey, you fishing that, uh the Tito's Redfish Tournament?
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know what?
0: Everybody hey, a partner, partner huh? <laughs> man.
1: Yeah, yeah, lost a partner, you know, gained another partner. I gained a great partner, you know, Kevin Warburg, he's he's a great fisherman, phenomenal. You know, the guy knows his stuff, so I think it's gonna be a great partnership. But yeah, anybody who's anybody who's even thinking about trying to get into the you know, the red fishing, you know, it's gonna be a great tournament. It's gonna be, you know, uh, family friend oriented type tournament, you know, just to kind of throw some, of, I mean, first of all, it's $10,000 cash, you know, first mm-hmm. place winner. I mean, who, who doesn't want that, you know, first of all. Second second thing is, you know, a list of some of the sponsors, like PowerPole. They're giving away, you know, a free PowerPole at every tournament. Uh, you know, you're going to have uh, Double D Sausage is going to be out there for breakfast sausages in the morning. Uh, breakfast, you know, the biscuits and sausage, you're going to have uh, – they're going to be smoking uh, briskets and and sausages and stuff on uh on one of the smokers they're going to get a you're going to get a, a free two like a free smoker it's going to be given away at every tournament it's so it's unbelievable the sponsors who who step forward who who actually wants this to happen who wants to be a part of it you know so anybody who's you know you know want to test their metal and and get out there and and, and you know make it happen hey man you got a shot at Ten thousand dollars, and then and then the championship—it's a twenty thousand dollar, you know, cash prize. I mean,
0: Absolutely. who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to spend
1: three hundred to? Yeah, who wouldn't want to spend three hundred to try to make twenty grand?
0: You Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Now uh, I'm interviewing Wanda Stewart tomorrow. She's putting together a kind of introduc- introductory uh, seminar at the dock over there. Um, mm-hmm. You heard about that?
1: No, I did not hear about that. Actually, you know yeah, what? That, I mean, that, I, I took a couple of days off to go hunting, um, so I did not hear about that. Go ahead and fill me in on that real quick.
0: That's going to be in February. I'm going to have I'm going to interview her on the podcast tomorrow, and I'm going to have her on my radio show um, at the end of the month, and she's going to talk all about that. And, um, as that's, I'm, really as, that's outstanding. Yep, outstanding. Yep. So all the new new people that are going in, I think she's calling it the newbies' guide to <laughs> Tito's Redfish tournament. So.
1: That yeah, and yeah, I'll be, be there. there. It, yeah, I'll be there. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be. I think, I think you know, this is gonna, this is gonna raise the bar a little bit when it comes to you know tournament and tournament fishing the way it's gonna be, you know, conducted. You know, hey, win, lose, a draw. At the end of the day, you know, you still can, you can qualify. You know, you're gonna get great prizes, uh, and not only that, hey man, you can drink all the Tito's vodka you want.
0: There you go. Like <laughs> well, a barbecue and fishing. <laughs> hey man, what you go wrong? <laughs> well, alright. I I'm thank you so much for, for joining us, Chris, and helping us out, man, taking a break from hunting. Oh, how my you doing pleasure,
1: man. Anytime. Call me anytime. How you, it's do, my pleasure.
0: how you doing on your hunt?
1: Man, you know, it's tough, you know, hunting is like fishing. <laughs> You know <laughs> <laughs> You gotta find them first, yeah, you gotta find them first. I've been two days at it. You know, I fished you know the last couple of days, you know running running some trips, you know, and I said, man I you know I've only got two weeks to hunting left, so I'd be going to go do more hunting right there, you know, and uh you know, I saw some good deer today and kind of let them pass, um looking for a little bit better, you know, but you know it, you know i was going to say, you never leave fish to go find fish, well, mm-hmm. you never leave deer to go look for better deer. just remember that too' <laughs> words
0: of wisdom from a charter captain. <laughs> there you go, man. There you go.
1: One there last go. shot,
0: or, or one last cast, huh?
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. Look Chris me up, Roberts. Me
0: call. Of, Chris Roberts of one last cast. How can I get some more information, Chris?
1: Yeah, you can just go to the website one last cast dot com, or you can you know look at me, check me out on Facebook. You know, Chris
0: Roberts. All right, Captain Chris. Good luck out there hunting on the rest of your trip, man. You be safe.